0: What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Ace. This is Fantasized Football. We are back once again, bringing y'all some more fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season. And today, I am here to talk about one player in particular, another individual player analysis. And today, we're going to be touching on Joe Mixon, running back of the Cincinnati Bengals, and my outlook on him for fantasy football in 2021. But before that, real quick, shout out to y'all, each and every one of you. You guys are the best. I appreciate all the love and support. The channel has been growing immensely lately, and that's all because of y'all. I appreciate it so much. All the comments, all of the likes, the new subscribers, everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming by. If you are new, I really appreciate you giving me some of your time. It really means the world to me from the bottom of my heart. I couldn't put into words how much I appreciate y'all. But, like I mentioned, we are going to be talking about Joe Mixon running back of the Cincinnati Bengals today. And when I think of Joe Mixon... I think of like that toxic X, right? That's hurt you and that's burned you time and time again. But you know that you know when you're hot is that one percent of you, right? There's that little sliver of hope in you that if that if things work out, they'll just be so great. They'll be so beautiful. Uh, they'll just just passionate greatness and that's what Joe Mixon could be, but he has hurt me so many times in the past, but I felt like I needed to talk about him, and that's what we're gonna be doing today. But before we get into that, real quick, did wanna remind y'all, if you do enjoy this video, if you have been enjoying the videos, make sure to leave a like on the video, it really helps. Uh, Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already Help me help my boy, help us reach our goal of 100 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. We are so close already and fantasy hasn't even started. And that is again, thanks to y'all. And I appreciate it so fucking much, but let's get right into it and talk about Joe Mixon. But before we talk about Joe Mixon real quick, we do have to touch on the Bengals and the state of the Bengals going into the 2021 season. So we have Joe Burrow coming back From injury, from the ACL tear, should be good to go to start the season. The Bengals also did make some slight improvements to the offensive line through the draft and whatnot in this offseason. On top of that, they add Jamar Chase in the draft who has a history with Joe Burrow. He's a, an elite weapon for this offense. He does have a history with, with Joe Burrow, which is great to see as well. And then last, but certainly not least for Joe Mixon, we see Gio Bernard, the perpetual thorn in the side of Joe Mixon, leaving free agency for the Bucks, leaving behind uh, 43 and 59 targets over the past two seasons, respectively. Now, Real quick, let's touch on what Joe Mixon's done over the past three seasons. So, in 2018, he played 14 games. He had 237 carries, 1,168 yards, and eight touchdowns on the ground, and 55 targets, 43 catches, 496 yards, and one touchdown through the air. Then, in 2019, he plays in all 16 games. He has 278 attempts, 1,137 yards five touchdowns on the ground, and 45 targets, 35 catches, 287 yards, and three touchdowns receiving. Now, last season, Mixon got hurt, right? He had the foot injury that kept him out, and uh, he only played six games. But in those six games, he had 119 attempts, 428 yards, three touchdowns on the ground, and 30, uh, 26 targets, 21 catches, 138 yards, and one touchdown receiving. In that time, 17.6 carries per game. yards per carry, 3.5 targets per game, 5.7 yards per carry, and a 78.6% catch rate. And in that span, he was scoring one touchdown on every 21 touches. Total touches, rush attempts, targets, all that good stuff. 2.9% of Mixon's touches resulted in a touchdown. Now, with Gio Bernard out of the fray, with Gio Bernard out of the picture, I do expect to see Joe Mixon take on a larger role in the past game. It was reported by the coaching staff that they are going to use Samaje Perrine, Samajay Piran, whatever it is, on some third downs, but any increase in the passing game, in the, in the target workload, in the target share of Joe Mixon is a positive for fantasy football, of course. Now, I do expect this offense to be more efficient this season. We have Joe Burrow back for hopefully the full season. We have those slight improvements that I mentioned on the offensive line, and you have one of the better receiving cores in the league with Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and now Jamar Chase on the roster. Now, I expect with the improved offense, with the more efficient offense, more scoring opportunities, right? I expect that with these new weapons, defenses won't be able to hone in on Mixon. And if this sounds like familiar, if this sounds like deja vu, it's cause it's a lot of the same shit we said about Antonio Gibson last week. And a lot of that applies to Joe Mixon as well. More scoring opportunities, more efficient offense. You have Joe Burrow and all these weapons with Boyd, Higgins coming into his second year, Jamar Chase here defenses are not going to be able to hone in on Joe Mixon in the run game facing less defenders in the box. And that's obviously great for Joe Mixon and his efficiency this season. Now, if we look at the Bengals and what I have the Bengals projected for, I've them projected for 637 pass attempts and 443 rush attempts this season. Now, Last season, Mixon held a 68.8% snap share, an 81.5% opportunity share in six games played, and then in 2019, a 62.2% snap share, 77.1% opportunity share in 2019 in 16 games. And I've said it before, but in case you're new and you're not aware of what an opportunity share is, essentially what that means is you take the team's total rush attempts and targets that go to the running back position, the percentage of which an individual player held of those total touches. So you take, for instance, just an example, if there was a hundred total touches, a uh, hundred total targets and rush attempts, let's go with 2019 The 77.1%, Mixon would have handled 77.1 of those touches. And those stats are all per player profiler. Shout out to y'all, you guys are the shit. So, Over the past three seasons, Joe Mixon has held 73% of the team's rushing workload on a per-game basis. He is a horse. Giddy the fuck up, Joe Mixon. He is a horse in the run game, right? So let's assume that with the increased overall volume in this offense, right? Because I think this offense is gonna be very good this year. It's gonna be a potent offense as long as Burrow is back and healthy. I expect them to run more plays total. One, it's a 17-game season, but even on a per-game basis, because there will be less third and outs, there will be a more efficient offense. So more overall volume. Let's assume that Mixon sees a little dip in his rushing workload. We see whoever it might be, Samajay Ryan Chris Evans, I think it's Travion Williams is there too, uh, kind of cuts into that work load a little bit and mix it handles 65% of the workload. You take 443 rush attempts, 65% of that is gonna be 288 attempts on the ground. Now Over the past three seasons, like I mentioned earlier, Mixon held, uh, was 4.3 yards per carry, ran at a 4.3 yards per carry clip, right? And now let's just assume that with the increased workload, we do see a little dip there. The closest we've seen is 2019, where he handled 278 attempts. And that year, he ran the ball at 4.1 yards per carry. Now, let's just say Joe Mixon sucks, right? And he just... Even with the improved offense, the improved offensive line, all that good stuff, Joe Burrow back, the more uh, weapons on the offensive end, he just can't even get to that 4.1 yards per carry. Let's just use 3.9 yards per carry, right? For uh, 288 attempts, 3.9 yards per carry, that is going to be 1,123 yards rushing. Now, in that same past three seasons, Mixon's handled 9.7 9.7 percent of the targets 9.7 percent target share in the games that he's played in the games he's been active now like i mentioned with geo bernard out of the picture Mixon is going to take on a bigger load in the passing game but let's just play it safe and let's just shoot that up to 10 percent say samajay p ryan handles a lot more of that workload and there's less targets to running backs because you have jamar chase now here who is replacing aj green anyways who had i believe over 100 targets last season anyways But let's just say that he only gets a 10% target share. That's going to be 64 targets, right? Now, he did have a 78.6% catch rate over the past three seasons, but with more volume comes less efficiency. So let's move that down to a 76.5% catch rate. You take those 64 targets, 76.5% catch rate, that is going to be 49% catches. And then you have the yards per target where he's been at 5.7 over these past three seasons. Now, again, more volume, little dip in efficiency. Let's go down to 5.3 yards per target to be safe. You take those 5.3 yards per target, 64 targets, that is going to be 339 yards. Now, Last but certainly not least on this, you have the touchdowns, right? So Mixon, like I mentioned, scored a touchdown on 2.9% of his touches, 2.9% touchdown rate, better offense, better offensive line, the new weapons. Let me hammer this into your heads. The more weapons, the better line. Joe Burrow back. This team is going to be in more positions to score the ball. They are going to be more efficient, and Joe Mixon should be a benefactor of just that. That. But let's just play it safe, right? 2.9% touchdown rate over the past three years. Let's use the same thing. You got 288 carries, 49 catches, a 337 total touches. If he scores a touchdown on 3% of his touch, uh, 3% of his touches, that's going to be 10 touchdowns. Now let's just smack that shit together, make a Joe Mixon fucking sandwich, baby. We got 288 carries, 1123 yards, and 64 targets. 49 catches, 339 yards, and 10 total touchdowns, which would have been good for 236.7 half PPR points or 13.9 half PPR points per game, which would have been good for the running back 13 in points per game last season based on all running backs that played five or more games last season. Now, let's assume that Joe Mixon can stay healthy, right? maintain his efficiency that he's had over the past few years S- maintain his uh his his workload in the rushing game or at least close to it and take on a slightly larger target share with geo bernard out of the game and score just a few more touchdowns. Let's assume that he handles 70% of the rushing workload, 443 rush attempts for the team. 70% of that is going to be 310 carries on the ground. You take those 310 carries and you use that 4.3 yards per carry that Mixon has held over the past three seasons. That is going to be 1,333 Yards, right? And now let's assume that in terms of the target share, he goes up to a 12% target share, a relatively elite target share for a running back, but not in the tier of like an Eckler or Kamara or Christian McCaffrey, something like that, but one of those workhorse workhorse running backs type of uh, workload, right? You go ahead and give him a 12% target share on 637 attempts. That is going to be 76 targets. And then we'll use that same 76 and a half percent catch rate. That is going to be good for 58 catches. And then we will use the 5.7 yards per target that he has maintained over the past three seasons. Go ahead, 76 targets, 5.7 yards per target. That is going to be 433 yards. Now, as for the touchdowns, Let's just assume that he goes up to three and a quarter percent. Three and a quarter percent of his touches result in a touchdown. That is going to be good for 12 touch downs. Now, I don't even know if this is really mixing ceiling. I, I played it safe with efficiency, things of that nature, because when you got somebody that's burned you so many times, that's hurt you so many fucking times, you got to play it safe, man. You got to play it cool. You got to be cautious. So that, that total that we just went through, like everything that we just went through, the total of that is 368 total touches, 310 carries, 1,333 yards, 76 targets, 58 catches, 433 yards with 12 total touchdowns. Good for 277.6 half PPR points and 16.3 half PPR points per game, which last season would have been good for the running back seven in points per game based on all running backs that played five or more games. Now with Mixon, what does all this mean, right? What does everything we just went through mean? We always like to look at this shit and say, what does this mean for us? What does this mean for fantasy football? What does it mean you know what it means? It means that Joe Mixon, at worst, if he plays 17 games, should be a volume play. What's going to happen? What's the worst that's going to happen? You think Samajay Perrine, Samajay Ryan? Chris Evans, rookie Chris Evans, or Travion Williams is going to take over Joe, for Joe Mixon after last season. They extended Joe Mixon, they gave him, they paid him big money. No, none of those guys are going to take over Joe Mixon's role in this offense. He should be the workhorse in this offense. I see it within the range of outcomes that Mixon handles seventy to seventy-five percent of the rushing workload and ha- holds like near an eighty percent opportunity share with Gio Bernard out of the mix. I, I think he has elite. Volume and that's enough for him to just be a floor play, if anything, if nothing else. And if things go his way, if he can stay healthy, if he can build on his efficiency with an improved offense, with Higgins in year two, with Jamar Chase, with all this good stuff going on in his offense, the improved offensive line, then he does have the upside to finish top five at the position. And currently, we got ADP finally. I got some good ADP from Fantasy Pros, half PPR, ADP. He's going as the running back 13th right now, the running back 13 right now. He's going 23rd overall, so like the back half of the second round. And I think, honest to God, with the upside to finish where he could in the floor, if he does stay healthy, obviously, injuries can be a concern last season we had the foot injury he has had at least one concussion in the past but i'm not too worried about it man it seems like from all the reports that Mixon should be good to go to start the season they held him out at the end of last season when there was question marks whether he was going to come back or not just to play it safe and i think that was smarter to Bengals. it's not like they were competing anyways and then they got a good pick so they could go out and get their guy jamar chase but anyways with joe Mixon, man he's hurt me He's, he's burned me. He's he's broke my heart in the past. But 2021, man, this is it. This is the last chance for Joe Mixon. And I'm in. I will be drafting Joe Mixon. I think at, at that running back 13, that back half of the second round cost, that's a good investment for fantasy football drafts in 2021. And I'm going to be pulling the trigger. I've been hurt before. And I'm ready to get fucking hurt again, baby. And Joe Mixon, just put the fucking nail in my coffin, baby. Do it to me because this is your last chance to do it. But anyways, that's all I got for y'all today. I really hope you enjoyed the video. Let me know down in the comments what you think of Joe Mixon. Has Joe Mixon hurt you in the past? Has he burned you in the past? Because he's hurt me. Uh, Has he hurt you? He's hurt him too. He's hurt fucking everybody, man. You got you. You want to believe in Joe Mixon because he's a good player, man. He's, a, he's shown flashes, but he's been playing behind a shit offensive line with shit quarterbacks. And for a large part of his career, AJ Green hasn't been healthy. Tyler Boyd's been the only real option in the receiving game on the team. So he's got the shit end of the stick. And I'm hoping that this year he can turn things around. So let me know, are you going to be drafting Joe Mixon? Are you going to be fading Joe Mixon? Has he hurt you in the past? If you enjoy the video, make sure to leave a like on the video. It really Helps leaving the comments, leaving the likes. It helps the YouTube algorithm so that my content gets showed to more people. I've seen it with my own two fucking eyes how much it helps. Seriously, honest to God. And I appreciate you guys so much showing me love and support, leaving comments, coming by, checking out the video, subscribing to the channel. It means the absolute world to me. And on that note, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. It really helps the channel grow. I would really appreciate it. Help me reach my goal of 100 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. Put some food on the table for me and my boy back here. I would really appreciate it. My links to all my socials, to the podcast version, everything is available down there. If you haven't checked out the podcast, check that out. Leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't mind, I would really appreciate it. But that's it. That's all I got for y'all. Me and my boy, we will see y'all next time. And as always, thank you. Love you. Peace.